0: Ladies and gentlemen, to yet another podcast episode of Insights Biocytes X, the one-stop shop podcast to know anything about and everything about the first IPM batch at Dom's now, sir. Now, today with us, we have Mr. Had Gupta. To give you a bit brief about Jahat itself, uh, she's been uh, the club's IIT rep or the literary club are at Dom's. Apart from that, she's been a sports player. She's an avid basketball player and has been a district level player as well. Uh, she's also a bibliophile uh, and has been one of the most savage readers on campus. So, welcome to the podcast, Hath.
1: Thank you
0: Ayush, thank you for having me <laughs> Now even plugging into the adventurous portion that you've been talking about You have started Sahitya uh, as the, as the uh, primary One of the major sources that you ended up you know, having the literary committee of your terms So the whole aspect of you know Starting your own committee, going on your first NGO internships was well, itself a big adventurous, you know, task as well. So why don't you throw some more light on Sahitya as an organization?
1: Oh, definitely. I remember in the very beginning when we joined Nalsar, we uh, we had a separate session with our professors wherein they told us that you guys can create any clubs that you want, any committees that you want, since this is such a new program for you. And the first thing which came to my mind was I want a book club. Hmm. Like I just, I need a book club to be there.
0: So pivoting into another learning process that you have had with Rang Sutra as your NGO, right? You you spend forty five days yeah. and you've gone to a new environment, a new workspace, and then come back after you've conquered it all. So why don't you introduce organization or Rang Sutra, you know, as an organization to our viewers?
1: Well, the full name of the organization is Rang Sutra Crafts. It's a private company which was established in two thousand six, and its primary motive is to connect the artisans, the local rural artisans to the outside trendy urban market. I'm sure you've been to Rajasthan or Gujarat or Kashmir and you've noticed that there are a lot of specialized handicrafts which belong to that very place. But the only way you can actually buy them is by going there which is obviously not going to be possible at all times, right? So the only market that those particular very specialized and very talented artisans have are the tourists, that's it so rang sutra is specializes in forming a bridge between the urban market and the rural artisans mm. so over there they so essentially they have centers all over india especially in pune rajasthan kashmir uttarakhand and over there they have, uh, they, have uh, they have groups of artisans which come in mm. and they are employed on a daily wage and based on whatever designs or whatever trends or whatever new fashion clothing lines they want to explore and want to launch. So on and so forth, they employ the people mm. and that is how they reach out to each and every center. Right. And it's actually very artisan-centric, to be honest. Like Even during this entire journey, we went to Varanasi on a field trip. Mm. Our company took us there and it was like a four-day trip, I believe, where we visited two of their centers, which was Mirzapur and Gyanpur. Mm. And Mirzapur is not as scary as it sounds, trust me.
0: process of going to a new place, learning new skills in this case, going to a new location for four days, uh, you know, gathering new experiences, forming new bonds. definitely. So, even in this case, I do remember uh, you talking to us about a couple of training modules that you ended up, you know, figuring out with. So, why don't you tell us your experience with that.
1: Right. We were told that we need to make training modules on the very first day that we arrived. Mm -hmm. And the training modules were essentially that if we talk about artisans and rural artisans who've been living in villages like their entire life they don't really they're not aware of their own rights they're not aware that discrimination is something that's not supposed to happen and since majority of the workforce is women I feel like usually even though I do not want to stereotype it usually what happens is that the women are lesser are considered to be lesser than men in in many rural households and somehow that trend still continues in certain parts of India. So we and those women or those people they do not know that they have rights, they they do not know that discrimination is not okay and sometimes discrimination is so subtle just saying something like I mean just that thinking even though you may not mean it just that thinking. Ki, Like someone cannot do it or maybe just passing it on as a joke, I feel like that can be very that can be very harmful and damaging to a person's confidence and self-respect. So many a times people do not realize it. So we need to, so we needed to educate the artisans and the people and the rural people that this is not okay and we needed to tell them that since they're employed in this organization which wanted to be more, um, which wanted to, um, encourage holistic development, yeah. that is why they wanted us to come up with training modules so that we can mm. talk to the artisans about it, we can mm. tell them that this is not okay, you have rights mm. and this is what you're supposed to do in case discrimination or something like that happens to you. Mm. So we made training modules on quite a few policies mm. like the grievance policy and the sexual harassment policy, sexual harassment in workplaces policy. and the discrimination policy and so on and so forth. So we actually worked on quite a few training modules and we had to write them in the vernacular language, which was again a challenge and took a lot of time. Mm. And many of the artisans are also not literate. So we had to make them very pictorially understandable. We had to put in a lot of graphs, a lot of charts, we had to Make sure that we kept them engaged because obviously they're, they 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 haven't been to schools. They do not have two-hour studying sessions like we do, right? So to keep them engaged, to keep them organized, to make them understand that this is something which is happening and it's not supposed to happen is again a huge task. And obviously, yeah. you cannot change mentalities which have uh, which have inculcated over centuries and over yeah. Um, yeah. over generations. But obviously, we, we, this is, I guess. The way we start,
0: right? Right. All right. So, actually, you know, the whole community portion that we, you know, talked about creating might might it be here at DOMS, might be the places that you go to, is actually very central towards creating a good experience for the people that go there. Alright, so going into the interactive portion, or like the sort of the pseudo-informal portion that we've gone up till now, I don't need to introduce you to it because you've been here for a lot of the recordings, Uh, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, limit your answers to a phrase or a word, whichever sounds better to you, Mm -hmm. alright, so what comes to your mind when I say the word Ram Sutra?
1: Um, I think I'll have to say community and insights, I guess, because the reason I, (laughs) I mean, I was going to say insightful, but why not? So The reason I say insights is because I feel like our reporting manager helped us a lot. Hmm. She she did not care that we were just interns or Hmm. we were 18, 19 year olds, she actually allowed us to sit in, in a few meetings when mm. the CEO or the director was there and mm. we were actually able to talk to the CEO quite a bit mm. and learn from her and learn from whatever insights she had mm. while making and editing and proofreading the training modules. Mm. So I think those insights really helped a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. So, uh, going a little deeper into your Varanasi trip, right? You talked about going to Mirzapur and other districts as well, where you, you know, talk to new people, figure out new social instances. Why don't you shed some more light on your Varanasi trip? Because I feel like that would have been a crazy experience for you as well. Oh,
1: definitely. That was one crazy experience. That was the first time I was I was actually traveling without my parents, and for the purpose of actually like doing something as well. I've been mm-hmm. on. Plenty of tours, but this meant something, and and it had a purpose to it. Right. And I travelled with my co-interns and friends Priyanshi and Bhavya, hmm. and we and it was an eight-hour train journey. Right. Which kind of broke our backs, but it was fine, <laughs> Great. Right. And when we went there, we actually although we were only required to go for like three days we actually planned a longer trip than that because we want this was the first time i was traveling to varanasi and Mm. i really wanted to explore the city Mm. since it's such a religious place and Mm. it's famous for so many artifacts and everything so we planned a four-day trip because of that and the first day when we arrived over there all of us decided to go on a cruise and we saw the arti from the oh. ganga river and mm. it was so beautiful mm. and mm. the next day we went to Mirsapur mm. and where we interviewed the artisans and mm. we learned more about their lives as i've mentioned previously right and then the next day we went to gyanpur mm. and and that very night um, there was a mela there was a Mela nearby Mm. and Bhavya and I we actually went over there and we rode in the Ferris wheel and we just had a lot of fun in those all those rides we went crazy (laughs) we also went on another boating trip Mm. the two of us and we took such beautiful pictures the river and the entire art it looks so pretty from the river Mm. and we also saw so many ghats Mm. and the food over there was really nice the hotel we were living in was nice and we only went there to sleep honestly otherwise we were always outside <laughs> right? and we bargained a lot. I, I feel like I need to mention this, I bargained a lot, anybody who ever goes to Varanasi please bargain, the prices are a bit too much while travelling so please bargain, a heads up. And other than that the last day again, we, oh we went to the temple, the, the Shiv Mandir which is like very famous over there. We actually went on a Saturday but since it's always very crowded we had to wait in this Huge lion, and it was a very tiring experience. But the architecture of that temple was definitely to die for, it was so pretty. Hmm. And just the entire trip, I feel like it made me feel more empowered because this was hmm. the first time I was traveling alone hmm. or even with my friends. Like all of us were the same age and as inexperienced as another. Hmm. And it was just, it made me realize that I feel like I can depend on myself more. Hmm. And just going to Varanasi and just, just that entire boarding trip and the crew right. is just brilliant, definitely. Mm. Just please try that out, definitely.
0: All right, so you have you know essentially gone to a new place altogether, you've had field trips, you've had your new reporting officers, you've started working on campaigns, mm-hmm. and you've come back after 45 long ruling days. So why don't you shed some light over the key takeaways you had from your internship?
1: I think the key takeaways that I had is that the first one being that we need to know our audience
0: hmm.
1: whatever we do whatever training modules whatever presentations whatever websites or blogs or hmm. interviews hmm. whatever you do hmm. it need you need to know your audience and you need to frame it in that manner hmm. because if i had constructed those training modules in english those guys would not have understood it hmm. right hmm. or a very few or very few people or very like a a drastic minority of the entire population of these artisans would have understood it. Mm. So you really need to know your audience, you need to know how you can encourage them, how you can talk to them because many of these, many people end up being very uncomfortable around strangers. Right. So you need to make them believe that they can trust you and that you are going there to help them. That is really how awareness campaigns work and I feel like that is one very important aspect and I feel like sitting in the headquarters, Priyanshi, Bhavya and I, we really did not know who we were talking to or who exactly we were making the training Mm -hmm. modules for. We just found it very cumbersome work that we need to make the training modules in the vernacular language Mm -hmm. and we Mm -hmm. need to, instead of just putting the text on five slides, we need to make them at least 50 slides long with all of those graphs and the pictorial representations so i feel like when we actually went to varanasi we after interacting with them we got more insights into the people into the culture of varanasi into who we are dealing with into our audience who will eventually receive those modules mm. right mm. who will eventually be like taking away things or like like believing in them or understanding that this is how this works mm. right so i feel like that was one very important point mm. the second was i feel more empowered after the entire Varanasi trip, definitely, Mm. because as I said, four-day trip going alone, a lot of things that could have gone wrong, but they did not, because we planned meticulously. So again, planning and managing everything, again, something which you need to work with. And the third would be, I guess just, actually the third is not exactly like a takeaway. I think the entire workspace environment and how... Pretty the entire decor was. I remember the first day, I actually was a bit late on my first day because I kind of messed up the address and I was freaking out because I was so nervous. And I thought that, oh my god, it's the first day of internship and I'm late. And I didn't even bring my laptop because it had gone for some repairs. So I'd actually not been able to carry my laptop. And and the first meeting that we straight away had was with the CEO of Rang Sutra. So i was internally panicking i will be very honest but she was very nice and very calm and and that was when in the end she actually asked us that are you guys carrying your laptops? And Priyanshi, my my friend, she said that she was carrying hers, and I told her that I am not, I'm sorry, because my laptop is gone for repairs. And that is when she said that you guys are managers, you guys need <laughs> to have your laptops at all times. And yeah. I think that is when it actually hit me that what we're doing, where I'm at, and the entire the entire essence of it, I think it finally hit me that, oh my God, what have I done? But like, the next day I had my laptop, guys, it's fine. So. And we actually worked in the HR department. I think I forgot to mention that. But yeah, yeah like training modules and like making social media campaigns. No, yeah, but comes like the up.
0: job description in itself actually would have helped out a lot in this case.
1: Yeah, precisely.
0: So. All right. So I think that would essentially wrap up the whole story that we have created here. Where you've gone to a new location. Figured out the new social fabrics of places, work at the back end, the grassroots to create Definitely. modules for the people in their vernacular that should help them leap, lead better lives. In, this, in which also awareness is one of the key phrases that you should be, you know, as the first step towards social change. Right. All right. So that would essentially bring us to the end of yet another podcast episode. Thank you so much, for coming.
1: Thank you, Ayush.
0: Alright, so we will be back again with yet another speaker, yet another NGO and yet another experience from the first batch at IPM at Dom sir, Stay tuned for more. This is your host Ayush Nigam signing off. <laughs>